This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. The title of today's show is called Tax Reform and You. Today, we're going to talk about one of the hot topics these days, taxes. More specifically, tax reform. On December 22nd, President Trump signed the new Tax Cuts and Jobs Act into law after it had passed in the Senate by a party-line vote of 51 to 48 only two days before. We are going to dive into the tax reform and consider what it means for you. At this time, I'd like to welcome to our show our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you today, Tony? Oh, Baron, I am doing so good, and it's good to be back on the air with you. Thanks for having me on your radio program, Baron. And this topic, it sounds like a really interesting one. I know I've been wondering how these new tax cuts or tax laws will affect me, and I know a lot of our listeners are wondering the same thing. But yeah, I've had a great week, just kept busy with the family as usual, looking forward to doing the show this weekend. How about you, Baron? How have you been? Uh, I've been really good. We've uh, been busy again this week, just uh, bringing on new clients and helping them plan for their uh, futures, so that's always a lovely thing to do. Lots of fun. Sure. And Simon, Simon Hilliard's with us today. Simon, how are you I'm doing? doing all right, Tony. Thanks for asking. We're uh, going to talk a little bit about taxes today, I guess. We uh, had a seminar at the workshop here at the office a short while back discussing this topic uh, with our accountant in here, talking to some of the clients a little bit about some of this tax reform, the changes, and what it means to everyone. So it'll be fun to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. I think it's been a common topic of conversation, uh, especially this time of year, uh, obviously, but everybody's kind of wondering how it's going to affect them and what it's all about. Yeah, that's right. It's good timing. You know, for starters, I think it's good to clarify, you know, that the new tax bill won't be affecting your 2017 taxes. So even though we're talking about it right now, most of it's not going to affect the taxes that you're preparing right now. You know, why some people have already started noticing tax breaks in their paycheck this year. It's not until next tax season that these income tax credits and deductions and some of the topics we'll talk about will be applicable. The benefit though being that everyone, you know, if we start talking about it now, uh, we'll have some time to learn about what the new laws are, how it might affect them for their tax filing next year, you know, do a little bit of preparation. And that's, you know, what we're going to discuss today. Some of those big picture things uh, to consider and what to understand moving forward and to prepare for. Well, Simon, before we move on from that question, 
Uh, I want to add, so do a lot of your clients, are a lot of your clients concerned or asking about what this is going to mean for them? Well, you know, everybody, of course, is going to have questions when something new like this comes up. You know, a lot of clients want to, you know, kind of understand how it'll affect them. You know, what change, if there's going to be any or uh, any significant impact to them as far as benefits go. Or, you know, on the flip side, you know, the country is very politically divided right now. So, you know, if you're on the opposite side of the the vote there, as Baron pointed out, it's a pretty tight vote. People want to know, is, are there going to be negative effects to them? So, you know, that's it is it certainly sure. is a big topic that's come up quite a bit. Sure. And and that leads to my next question for you, Baron. Uh, what was the motivation behind the tax reform? Well, according to the main tax writing committee in the House of Representatives, the U.S. Congress's Committee on Ways and Means, the bill was created in hopes of, of quite a few things. Um, we'll talk about several of them today. Um, one was just making the tax process more simple. Everybody complains about how taxes can be so complex. Well, one of the ideas in creating this new tax laws was to make the process more simple. Uh, the second was preserving the mortgage interest deduction. There was talk that that was going to be eliminated, but they wanted to preserve that deduction. Um, three, they wanted to cut the individual mandate penalty tax of opting out of health care. This was uh, always a very controversial one. If someone didn't want to have health insurance, they didn't feel that they should be penalized for it. Um, so that was one of the main uh, reasons for putting this bill together. Uh, improving savings vehicles for education. Um, increasing the standard deduction and just giving more support to American families. Well, and I think that it's been a while probably since there's been any sweeping tax reform like this, right, Simon? Yeah, it certainly has been a while. You know, the last time that there was tax reform of this caliber was almost 30 years ago under President Reagan. This is probably the most significant and broad-based piece of tax legislation to be signed into the law for decades now. Wow. And while I don't yeah, yeah. And while I don't think it really covered even close to everything that they wanted to accomplish, it's a big step considering how politically divided the country is right now. Yeah, good point. I mean, wow, thirty years uh <laughs> since the last major tax uh overhaul or tax reform like this. I, I think we were due. Um but Baron, from what you know, what kind of change will this all mean for the individual? Well, that's what we're gonna you know, spend some time discussing in this show, talking about what kind of changes it's going to mean, um, the impact of the new tax law on each individual and you know each family is going to differ depending on you know several factors. Um, just to name a couple, the size of your family will have a difference, uh, the your income amount and type of income that you have coming in. And also several other specific circumstances. You know, it's important to remember that no two tax filers are exactly alike. So the impact is going to vary from person to person. Right. Everybody's situation is unique. And Baron, I think you make a, a good point. There are uh, definitely factors. Like you said, the size of your family makes a, a big difference. And there are a lot of other circumstances. And it, it, it can get confusing, but I think uh, I know you guys do a great job explaining this to your clients and people you meet with and would be more than happy to answer questions if our listeners have any. 
Now, Simon, we have to take a quick break here pretty soon, but is there anything you'd like to add first? Well, you know, with all the confusion and uncertainty out there regarding tax law changes, you know, it can be helpful to consult with a trusted professional, someone who will make it a priority to know the effects and the changes like this and what they'll mean to your individual taxes and the overall tax picture and what's going on out there. We've teamed up here at Wellington Adams, both with the local and national tax professionals to make sure that we stay up to date on the tax laws and the planning strategies that we can incorporate for our clients and can provide them with great resources on that tax planning. And we're happy to share that with all the listeners today. You know, if you'd like to reach out to us, you're welcome to check us out online at wellingtonadams.com or to give us a phone call, uh, reach out to us at 855-793-2409. All right, and listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard here on Financially Tuned. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if it isn't properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. If you have ever thought that maybe too much of your assets were exposed to market risk, you owe it to yourself and your retirement to check out the Color of Money Risk Analysis the first step to getting your assets aligned with your goals. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we use this simple 11-question survey to help gain insight into your financial profile. Armed with your score, we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit us at wellingtonadams.com or call us today at 855-793-2409. And now back to Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, as well as our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. The title of today's show is Tax Reform and You. In the first segment of the show, we talked a little bit about the tax reform just from a broad standpoint, uh, discussing the goal behind it and a little bit of the background of it and how it's going to affect our um, clients and how it'll affect people not only now, but also in the future as well. I mean, obviously, everybody's concerned about how taxes are going to affect their uh, their particular situation. Sure. And I think that it's been a great discussion so far, kind of talking a little bit about how this came to be and a little bit about what's behind it. And now that we know a little bit more of that backstory, Simon, could you go into some of the changes that it might affect the average American that might affect us? Of course, Tony. You know, one of the most popular talking points of the new tax bill is that it's changing the income brackets and marginal tax rates. You know, tax brackets refer to specific ranges of income and the tax rates that correspond to those ranges. Marginal tax rates apply to different levels of income. The idea behind the progressive tax system is that the higher the income, the higher the tax bracket. This just means that depending on your income, your income may be taxed at several different rates instead of just one. The more your income increases, you may continue to climb up into the next tax bracket where the higher tax rate will apply to the income that's received at that new tax level. 
So it sounds a little bit tricky to sort through, doesn't it, Baron? Well, let's put it this way. You know, rather than your entire income being charged the same rate, portions of your income are charged varying and increasing rates. And that can become a little confusing to people. Since the tax brackets for 2018 have been adjusted and the marginal tax rates have been cut, almost everyone is going to have lower income tax rates next year, which obviously is a good thing. Not only that, but married filers will also see a change in their filing in the sense that the shift in tax brackets is going to remove an unintended tax penalty that existed when couples were pushed into a higher tax bracket after combining their incomes. Under the new tax law, tax brackets uh, have been amended by increasing the ranges on some of the tiers for joint filers in such a way that will help alleviate the so-called marriage penalty for uh, a lot of people. While there are still seven tax brackets that vary according to income, most of them have been modified and most of them also have been reduced with the new tax bill. So obviously, uh, there are a lot of, uh, of advantages to this bill, it sounds, a lot of good things. Simon, what's another difference that we can expect with this new law? Well, Tony, another important difference to be aware of is the change in the standard deduction. With the new tax law, the standard deduction is almost double what it was previously. For those that might not be familiar with the tax lingo, a standard deduction is an automatic reduction in the taxpayer's tax obligation. These are certain costs or expenses that you're allowed to deduct uh, from your income before it is taxed. Think of it things like tithing, charitable donations, medical expenses, mortgage interest is one that a lot of people are familiar with and Baron touched on earlier that they're keeping. For many years, Taxpayers have had the option of taking the standard deduction or choosing to itemize their deductions. And itemizing can be tricky because it involves identifying the expenses that you'll qualify for and then calculating each of those deductions and totaling them up and kind of figuring out if it's better than taking the standard. And while it can be a hassle, you know, it's worth it if your itemization deductions, your itemized deductions were more than the standard deduction amount. So when they double that standard deduction, the hope is less people will have to itemize. And while that seems nice for us, of course, it cuts down significantly on the amount of work that the IRS has to do to track all of them as well and verify those that are seemingly legitimate and to make sure that that's the case. So it kind of helps out on both ends of the spectrum, as it would seem. But there is a little bit of a catch, though. While they significantly increase the standard deduction, the tax reform bill also eliminated the personal exemption. That was just another amount that each taxpayer could deduct from their taxable income as well, but it applied to themselves as well as their dependents that they claimed. So in reality, if you kind of look at the math, the two kind of wash each other out from a total dollar standpoint and what the benefits were. But on the complicated side, you know, it may have hurt many filers who lose the itemizations versus that standard, Tony, and then don't have that exemption to apply. Mm. Well, I know it can be a little confusing to keep track of. I think I'm following, Simon, what you're saying there. Uh, Baron, it can get a little complicated, right? Well, definitely, Tony. I mean, it's definitely complicated. But in summary, the bill did simplify this part of the income tax process. 
for a lot of Americans, uh, the increase in the standard deduction, as Simon just mentioned, is going to account for the removal of personal exemptions. And many people may be able to keep more of their money instead of handing it over to Uncle Sam. And as I'm sure uh, you would agree, I think the more dollars that we can keep in our own pocket instead of giving it to Uncle Sam, the more happier we're going to be. Well, first of all, I don't even think he's my real uncle. And <laughs> and secondly, I think his hat's so big because that's where he keeps all my money. Right? That's right, Tony. Hey, you know what we're talking about this? I think an important thing to kind of make mention is uh, there's a difference between the federal tax rates and the death tax as far as the state tax go. And we'll get into that a little bit in the next segment. But a lot of the first portion of today's show, we're talking about federal tax rates and what those tax implications are on the the tax rates that we're going to pay on going, you know, year over year in our retirement days. But another important factor is uh, the death tax, you know, the federal estate tax. And that's a different set of, uh, you know, figures. People often kind of confuse the two or think when I die, my kids are going to pay taxes. But there's two different factors there. There's the tax that you pay from an income tax standpoint, but then there's also the inheritance tax in the estate tax side of things. So we'll get into that a little bit in the next segment. And that's an interesting topic and something that's kind of shifted around a little bit as well. But the two, you know, need to be kept separate in your mindset and realize that there's two different factors. There's a, an estate tax that you'll, that you may pay at a federal standpoint, but only as your estate kind of surpasses certain levels in, you know, exchange for the uh, federal tax that we're paying each year on our income. Interesting. Well, I think that this is a fascinating topic. I know we have some more to talk about, but we have a break coming up here. Our time is up for this segment. Simon, do you have anything you want to add before the break? Well, Tony, you know, our goal at Wellington Adams is to help keep the clients um, happy, make sure that they're financially secure and confident in what's going on uh, each year in their taxes, as well as in their retirement planning. You know, whether that means helping them understand the tax filing process and create a retirement plan with them that'll help take advantage of these new changes. Um, those aspects are important. You know, as you mentioned earlier, for the listeners today, we're happy to extend to them a personal consultation, complimentary. Uh, we do a second uh, opinion tax review. So if you've already filed your taxes and you think that you might have missed something, uh, you want to get a glance at a previous year's tax return, that's something that we can offer as well. Uh, you can just reach out to us, check us out online at willingtonadams.com or call us at 855-793-2409. All right. Well, that sounds fantastic, Simon. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to finish up our discussion with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard here on Financially Tuned. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Call our office at 855-793-2409 or visit us at wellingtonadams.com to learn more. And now back to Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment of the show, Tax Reform and You. We've been discussing the recent tax reform and the motivating factors behind why it was created. Um, as we mentioned in the beginning part of the show, 
the main reasons why it was created was to make the tax process more simple, um, also to preserve the mortgage interest deduction rate, um, cutting the individual mandate penalty tax of opting out of health care, increasing the standard deduction, as well as just giving more support to American families. Uh, some of the changes that it will, and we've also talked about some of the changes that it will have on the individual, such as the differences in marginal tax rates and brackets and the standard deduction changes. Sure. And it's been a great discussion. I appreciate the recap, Baron. Uh, maybe uh, you guys could tell us a little bit more about any other tax changes that this new bill is going to introduce. Certainly, Tony. Another difference in the tax law deals with the child tax credit. Currently, parents that make less than $110,000 jointly or $75,000 individually receive a child tax credit of $1,000. With the new bill in 2018, that tax credit will double to $2,000 per qualified child and the income limits uh, will be significantly increased to $400,000 joint income or $200,000 of individual income. When I mentioned at the uh, end of the last segment that they took away some of the personal exemptions, uh, the taxpayer and their dependents, this is a way to kind of help offset that for families with children. It means that a lot of people uh, will be able to receive a tax credit who weren't able to previously due to some of these income limit increases as well. Sure. Now, Baron, uh, it sounds like uh, the kids are finally paying off then, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what we had them for, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now, in all seriousness, yeah, I guess I suppose that, that, yeah, they're finally paying off. You know, another benefit to the new law is that if you have a 529 college savings plan, in place for your children, you may just see more flexibility with that plan. Um, now you'll be able to actually use that plan for different levels of education aside from college. Like if you wanted to send your children to a private school or pay for tutoring. For people who aren't familiar with 529 plans, there are ways for you to save, put money away tax on a tax advantage basis for your children for um, educational needs down the road. Well, any other changes for the individual filers that we need to be aware of, Simon? Well, Tony, there's another deduction that is used by many homeowners, is the, and that's the mortgage interest deduction, of course. In previous years, a mortgage holder could deduct interest. They may pay on a mortgage debt of up to a million dollars. Now, under the new tax law, this amount has been capped at 750000 However, if you did buy a home previous to December 15th of last year, they grandfathered you in and you may still fall under that previous million dollar cap. The deduction for medical expenses is also a commonly used one. Uh, under the new tax law, a taxpayer may deduct medical expenses that are over 7.5% of their adjusted gross income, whereas in previous years, a taxpayer had to increase that, had to achieve a level of 10% of their adjusted gross income. So they reduced that a little bit, the new 7.5% of floor, though only applies to two years, beginning in 2017 tax year. So this particular change will sunset after two years, and then we'll return to the previous 10% hurdle. You know, that's kind of strange as you're kind of saying that out loud, I have to admit, as it's one that's retroactive, going back to 2017 applying, 
and then is only lasting for two years. <laughs> so I'm not really sure how that happened or who in particular trying to help out there, but it seems to be a little bit silly there, doesn't it, Tony? Yeah, 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 that's crazy. Well, um, you know, there are a lot of uh, different aspects to this law. I mean, it's good to know. Uh, Baron, any final changes we should know about? Yeah, Tony, there are actually are quite a few changes with this tax reform, and we don't have the time in the show to review them all. But another one that I think is really important to highlight is the federal estate tax changes. Simon kind of touched base a little bit about this before. The new law does keep this particular tax in place. However, the exemptions have increased substantially. In 2017, the federal estate tax exemption amounts were $5.49 million per individual and $10.98 million per married couple. Under the new tax law, the exemption amounts have increased to $11.2 million per individual and $22.4 million per married couple. So the estate tax rate for assets that are subject to the federal estate tax have remained largely unchanged and cap out of 40% for 2018. But as you can see, I mean, the amounts have really substantially in- increased. Mm. So if, if, there, if there are any persons out there that may still be impacted with the 40% federal estate tax, you know, please definitely give us a call. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for giving us a rundown on a handful of these new tax changes that we definitely need to be aware of. Uh, Unfortunately, our time is just about up for this week's show. Is there any additional information you'd like to share with us before we have to go today, Simon? Well, Tony, I'm hoping that the listeners today got something out of the show and have a better idea of what these tax law changes that are coming into place here are and can prepare accordingly. You know, when it comes to ensuring that you understand how these tax law changes will impact you personally, we recommend that you consult uh, with a tax professional. Our goal today was not to provide you with tax-specific advice, but rather just to give you some, inform you on some of the big picture changes that will be occurring. You know, additionally, the same changes, how they'll impact you overall, your financial picture, and may apply to your planning as well as you kind of look forward it's equally important to review those kinds of factors with a financial services professional as well. And we're happy to help out in that role. You know, if you're just looking for a second opinion or if you haven't done any planning yet up until this point and want to know kind of how uh, you should get started and how these tax law uh, situations should kind of affect you, reach out to us at wellingtonadams.com or give us a call at 855-793-2409. And we'll be happy to provide you with a complimentary consultation. All right. That sounds fantastic. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams. Join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned next week. Take care and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.